Oh, good God from heaven. My God, the Shekinah glory was powerful. Amen. It was a powerful meeting. Amen. We prayed the prayer of Jabez. Jabez. Amen. And my God. Oh, I, I, there's a testimony there too, but I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait and give it to you later on. Amen. But anyway, we're gonna, uh, we're gonna go through some of this here. But here again, we, uh, we take dominion over the work of the enemy. We take dominion. See, the uh, marriage is, uh, is a, is a covenant. That God designed this marriage isn't is something that somebody came up with. Come on, marriage is a design out of the wisdom of God, and He said, "I use marriage to reveal my relationship with my people." Come on, marriage ain't no joke. Marriage is serious business. God said it's serious. He said, "I'm gonna use it for the purpose to show you the relationship that I have with you." And so, in other words, he said, I'm going to be your husband. Come on. And you're going to be my bride. Amen. I'm going to love you. We seen, uh, we seen back in the Old Testament when, uh, what's his, what's his name? That little girl that was, she, she was whack, man. Yeah, Hosea. Amen. He had a, he had a girl that, man, she loved the world. She loved the world. She was a harlot. Amen. But he fell in love with her. Amen. And, and God told him, go marry her. Amen. He told him to go marry. He said, I'm going to show. He said, I want to reveal some revelation about my relationship with you. Come on, somebody. It wasn't nothing about his marriage. It wasn't nothing about that girl being, on, being a, a prostitute. It, it, was nothing like, it was just God said, I want to reveal something. I want to reveal something. I want to show my people. I want to show you, you. You know, I, I reach out to you. I love you. And I know you've gone bad. And I reach out to you, I love you and forgive you. I wash you up. And then I turn my head and, and you back out there again. Oh, my God, you back out there again. But I don't give up on you. I still love you. I come out of you. Come on, somebody. Amen. And so God told Jose, marry you know, And Jose didn't just marry and just say, I'm just marrying you because God told me to. You you a nasty old thing. You know, he didn't do that. He really, he really you know, was fully engaged in that relationship. Amen, amen. And so, so I, I, I just want to say, man, marriage is good, but we see some, we see some damage, we see some blow, we see the attack of the enemy, we see the enemy come against marriage the same way he's come against our walk with God, the same way he came against our worship with God, the same way he came against our giving to God, the same way he's come against our health. The same way he's come against us in so many ways. His thing is that I hate marriage. He said, I hate it. He said, I hate marriage. Because he don't, he don't care about you and me. But he hates what marriage represents. Amen. Marriage represents God's relationship with man. Marriage represents God's call to man. Amen. God said, I love you so much. And you don't even know who you are. You don't know what you're capable of. You don't know the wealth that you have been, you know, that you have been restored to. But I love you. I love you. I love you. So as we teach on this marriage seminar, I want you to really get the full scope of this thing. This ain't just about Pastor Brenda and I marriage. This ain't about Jonathan and Angela's marriage. This ain't about nobody's marriage. Amen. For say, amen, it's about our relationship with God. Amen. Amen. Just saying, so when you hear me talk about this here, you need to know that God said, as I tell the man to love the wife as I love, come on, the church. 
Amen. He said, I am married, Lord. But he says, but you the church. And I love you. I'm committed to you just like this. Amen. I'm committed to intercede for you. I'm committed to lift you up. I'm committed to help you through the struggles, your weakness. I'm committed to you. So when we talk about marriage, oh, please, don't get, don't get narrow-minded and just narrow down to what it's got to do with you. Amen. This is your relationship with God. Come on. Now, the devil wants to use it and tell you that, amen, and, and, and remind you of some type of disaster or some type of, you know, hang up. But he comes to steal, kill, and destroy. But thank God that Jesus come to give us life and that life more abundantly. Amen. Each one of us sitting here, you don't have to have been married. But just know, man, that when we talk about, when we think about, when we talk about the role and the responsibility, the commitment that God has given the husband to the wife, then this is God's commitment to us. He's revealing his commitment to us. Amen. Praise God. That's good news. That's good news, Amen. And and when you look at you know uh, uh, what what he's uh, uh, what he in, in charges the woman, you know to do be sub- submit to the wisdom of God, submit to the love of God, submit to the correction of God, because He loves you, Amen. And your submission is going to bring deliverance to you, Amen. You may not fully understand everything, but I promise you right now that I share the testimony about my kidney. And I believe it's my kidney. Amen? Amen? But, I mean, God, I mean, I don't understand. I did not understand all the things I've been going through this whole year and a half. But nevertheless, I can look to God and say, God, you're faithful. I don't understand what I'm going through. I, and there are some days that I got, I, I don't know if I can make it. But thank God. Amen? Thank God, the Lord, that, that you don't give up on us. We mess up, man. I, I done messed up too many times. You know, but God stayed consistent in his love. He stayed consistent in his help. He stayed consistent. Amen. And we need to, we need to stretch out in that. Amen. God, he said, well, I ain't married yet. But you know what? You're married to Jesus. Come on. You're married to God. God said, you don't have to wait until you get married. He said, start practicing marriage with your relation, in your relationship with Christ. Amen? Practice wholesome marriage in your relationship with Christ. You know, so when the enemy come against you with stuff, temptation and struggle, you tell the devil, you know what? My God had to take care of me. My God got me. Come on. My God got my back. Come on, somebody. I don't understand everything I'm going through, but my God got my back. Come on, somebody. I mean, God is a loving God. Come on, somebody. I tried to be, amen, the wife submitting to the Lord, to my husband. But I tell you what, my God is my husband. Amen. And he's teaching me how to submit to him. And I learned how to submit to my husband. Amen. As I practice submission in my relationship with my God. Come on, somebody. Amen. So praise God. Anyway, let's go ahead and uh, now what we deal with. We uh, talked about uh, the things that. Uh, what's the title of that pastor? We just finished. Uh, the one we were on is a woman's checklist for a yes. spiritual head. See, this is a woman's checklist, and like I said to you, Sunday, this is not to push men down. This is not to criticize and find fault with men. This is for men to. Okay, men. This is what women, godly women, are going to check us by to determine where we at to determine whether or not if we are marriage material 
to determine, you know what I'm saying, if they want to make their commitment to us in marriage. Amen? And so, if nothing else, man, we need to make sure we need to take this before the Lord and say, God, I need you to help me to develop identity, to develop, develop character, to really develop, in other words, God, develop the covering, the spiritual head in me. Amen. That's the prayer that me and we need to. God develop the spiritual head. Man, my wife and I have been married thirty four years, and I'm still praying. God develop the spiritual covering in me. Amen. Amen. I'm still learning. Come on, somebody. Amen. And my wife is still learning. Lord, help me to submit to my husband. Amen. Sometimes he get on my nerves, but God help me to submit to him. Amen. Say we don't want it. You, I can get on a nerve, but see if she stayed. With in that place where I'm on the nerves, then see the enemy gonna have some ground to destroy our love and our commitment, our trust, and 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 and, and the quality of our marriage. Amen, amen. So, amen. Like the Bible says, be angry but don't sin. Amen, and don't let the sun go down on your raft. Come on, amen. So we gotta practice those things. We gotta instill those things. Cause sometimes, woo, amen. Walk, you stay married just for a few more minutes. Amen. You find out, man. Oh, Lord, is this the same person I married? Because I can't stand him. I can't stand her. Oh, God, help me, Jesus. Amen. But God And God will help you. If you submit it to God, he will help you. Amen. Amen. And so, uh, but tonight we're going to, uh, we're, going to be, uh, we're going to look at five different, uh, now what is the title of this, Pastor? We'll move on to that one. Yes, ma'am. This one is called A Woman's Five Boats. A woman's five most basic needs the man should understand. See, this is going, I'm trying to help the brothers and I'm trying to help the sisters. Amen. These, I, I've been married 34 years, like I said. You know, this, this material is helping me. It's helping me. I mean, I'm getting so excited. It's helping me because I want to be a better covering. Amen. And, and, and it don't just apply to my wife in marriage, but it applies to my leadership. Amen. I want to be a, a, a I want to be a godly leader to you as your pastor. Amen. Amen. So I still there's a part of covering that I got to give to you, but I got to give it according to the word of God. Come on. I got I got to model my love to you, my love for you. Amen. And I got to use I got to buffer I got to buffet my 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 tone of voice with you. I I can't just be flying off of the head with you because I'm having a bad day. I got to realize that you God's people. Amen. You God's people. And I gotta talk to you as God's people. Amen. I gotta respect you as God's people. Amen. Amen. And so these are the two, the five basic needs that woman that a woman has. Come on. Amen. That a woman has. A woman seeking marriage. A woman in marriage. These are the five basic needs that she has. And man, it's good for us to know that because it helps us to follow God in the marriage. Because, see, one of the things that happened a lot of times, and this happened to Pastor Brendan and I, but thank God for the grace of God. But we, we entered into marriage without, we entered into marriage without the, uh, the knowledge of biblical marriage. We entered into marriage without the knowledge of that. You know, see, I know now that no matter how I mess up, there is a spiritual covering for my wife that it's already been instilled or installed in my creation. 
Amen. It, and it's there. It's there. It may not be like Brother Sundays. It may not be like, you know, saying uh, T.D. Jakes. But it is what God seen that I need. It is what God seen my wife would need. Amen. Now, this now, let me make this clear. You know, I don't have a covering just only that that only if Bre- Pastor Brennan didn't come into my life, this spiritual covering wouldn't work. No, no, no. Amen. I have a spiritual covering that we modify it as we come into marriage. Amen. You know, you can sit back and look at marriage uh, and look at another brother and say, oh, man, he don't, he ain't doing this right. He ain't doing this right. But you don't know. Amen. Because he's in the process of developing his spiritual covering. Amen. And see, and the way that you develop it is that, okay, you have to, you have to be in a relationship with God first. Because if you don't have a relationship with God, you cannot develop the spiritual covering according to the word of God. Amen. Amen. Now, and see, you have to be in a relationship with God that's developing this, working. Because if you don't, you can't even you can't even do the things that is required of you as a husband. See, as a husband, you have to sit down with your wife, and you guys got to discuss to say marriage is work. And if you think marriage is just a vacation, forget it. Marriage is it's really hard work. It's intense work. Amen. And marriage is not for people that's not really, that's not willing to make a commitment and they're going to be intense and deliberate about their developing their spiritual covering or developing their submission to each other. Amen. So marriage is that the husband, he has already inside of him waiting to be developed by faith and experience practice the man the covering to his wife and his family amen now uh, the wife's responsibility as her and her husband sit down and discuss the quality and the and the, and, and the practical covering to her see if he just develop a covering and just think that he's he got this thing up in his head and it's only his she gonna rebel against it because she don't have any investment in his spiritual covering. See, that's for him. He sees this enough as a as a wonderful covering. You know what I'm saying? Well, you can cover somebody else because I don't see you as my covering because I don't know nothing about your covering. Hello. See, you run that thing up somewhere else. We listen to T.D. Jakes or listen to, amen, somebody else. But it, it, I wasn't, I had nothing, I was not there. When you're, when your spiritual covering was designed or was put together, I wasn't there with you when you put it together. So that's your baby, not mine. And so she rebels against it. You try trying to put your covering on, and she's shaking it off. Get off. She's shaking it off. You, well, what you doing, girl? This is my covering to you. You know, I don't know nothing about that covering. I don't know nothing about the color of it. I don't know nothing about the about the about the conversation. I don't know nothing about that government. Hello. So men and women, you need to have pre have premarital counseling, so you can learn about this here. So this is what you're gonna be doing throughout the rest of your married life. Amen. Amen. And so she has to she has to know something about that spiritual cover. It has to be something that you guys design, I mean, that you guys put together, you know, with each other. 
You know, when she said, baby, you know, you, that, that you can't use that tone with me. I know you've been using the tone all your life, and people around you understood you and let you do but I can't, I can't do that one. So you know what you got to do? You got to go to God and say, Lord, you know what? I need you to help me get rid of this tone. Come on. You may have expectations that you've been accustomed to in your single life. And she said, baby, I can't do that. I can't do that one. You know, I, I'm not going to do this here. I'm not going to participate in that. So he got to go back to God and say, God, you know, I need you to help me get rid of this here. So it don't fit in my marriage. Amen. And see, God is faithful, committed to the man. Amen. That he'll help you overcome it. Amen. He'll help you overcome it. Amen. Don't sit there and get your neck going with the girl and turn. I'm going to smack you upside your head, girl. I've been doing this all my life. I ain't going to change. You ain't ready for marriage. Amen. Marriage is submitting one to the other. Amen. Amen. And so, so she said, so when she see your covering, she said, oh, I know that. I respect that. Me and my husband put that together. And we put it together for me. So I'm not, I'm not going to fight my covering. Because I was a part in the dis, I was a part of the design of it. I was a part of the the manufacturing or the putting it together. So I respect what my husband and I are developing as a covering for me. Amen. See, but but if she don't, if, she, if she's not in the process of your covering design or covering uh, assembly, assimilation, is it what? Yeah. Yeah, put it, putting it together. If she's not in the process of putting it together, don't expect her to recognize it and, re- and yield to it and respect it when it comes over her to correct her, when it comes over her to lead her and to guide her. Amen? Amen. And see, something that also has to happen, you have to, be pray- you have to spend some time praying with your wife. Come on. Amen? And you've got to spend some time praying for your wife, giving thanks to God for her. Amen. You know, celebrating her before the Lord. You know, and so you should see now, wife, you have to submit to him your your struggles, your fears. You know, baby, I, I fear you get in a relationship with so and so. I fear you going to work over here. So you gotta submit that, baby. I, I fear I really have a fear, a tormenting fear with that. And so when you sit when he you sit submit it to him. He's able to cover you when he get before the Lord. Lord, I bring my wife before you, Lord. She's concerned, Lord. I feel that you've led me to this, but God, you need to give her peace. Give my wife peace, God. I don't want my wife tormented because of something I feel that you want me to do. Give her peace, God. And you know what? That's a law, you know, that literally would go into operation. You know, God will give her peace because he called you to do what you're doing. Amen. Amen. And so, so, but, but you, uh, ladies, you have to submit areas that you're concerned about to your husband. Amen. And you have to trust the wisdom of God or help him to develop wisdom. See, you know, baby, you can't do like that. No, no, don't, don't walk around telling everybody else, your cousins and your brothers and sisters. Amen. Talk to your husband. Amen. If you want that covering to be a safe covering, if you want that covering to be something that you celebrate, you got to be in the. You got to be in the in the putting it together for you. Amen. It's a garment that you guys weave for each other, for yourself. Amen. So if you like pink, you need to be in there with him when he put when he pick it out the colors. Amen. 
So when you, when that covering starts, when you get in trouble, that covering starts coming, you don't fight that covering. Amen. You recognize that covering because it's full of refuge for you. Amen. It's designed to protect you. It's designed to raise you up. Amen. 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 So you, you, you gladly, even though it may be a hard thing. Oh, my God, baby, I need to tell you something. You know, I'm so, I'm so, I feel so bad about this here because this is a flaw in me. And I feel so bad. I ain't never told nobody. But I'm going to tell you because you got to give spiritual covering to me in this area. So I got to share this with you, baby. And I don't need you to be, you know, holding me, you know, uh, 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 just, you know, uh, becoming, I don't need you to be insecure about this that I tell you. Amen. I need you to release your faith. And I need you to work with me. I need you to love me through this. Amen. I need you to love me through this. But if you want him to love you through it, you got to submit to him. You see that? So you can't sit back and withhold from him and then expect him to cover you. Amen. And so he can't, he cannot, he cannot cover you according to the word of God if you don't submit that area to him. Amen. If you got a problem with spending and, and who don't don't let don't you may have lied to your mama, you may have lied to your daddy, you know, but don't practice that. Stop it right there. Say this is where the buck stop right here. I'm gonna tell my baby, you know, baby, I got a real problem with spending. I don't even know why, because you gave you told me I can just let you know. And but I just got to say this is this is a spirit that is a power that needs to be broken off of my life. Cause I it's, it's something about the secrecy of doing this that I'm addicted to. And so I, I just want to submit that to you, right? And guess what? See, there's an anointing that God puts upon the man to destroy the devil's hold against his wife. Come on, somebody. Amen. There's an anointing that God said, when, when, and, and Peter, he said, you know, husband, you know, God will hear your prayer. Amen. He'll hear your prayer. And so when your wife submits something to, to you, you can. You have an authority. You have a weight in the courtroom of God to be able to go in there and say, "Lord, I take authority over this thing." The devil is a lie. One put a thousand to fight, but two put ten thousand. God, and I released a ten thousand fold upon this force of hell right now against my baby in Jesus' name. Come on, somebody. Amen. Am I helping somebody? Am I helping you? Amen. Praise God. Okay, come on. Okay, a woman's five most basic needs the man should understand. Number one, he should understand you need affection. Number one, he should understand you need affection. Amen. And sometimes that can be hard for men. And see, now when you when you when you first see her. Oh, man, you got all kind of affection built up inside. You want to touch her hands. You want to touch her feet. You want to touch her nose. You just want to just touch her. You keep your, keep your hands off her. But you got to be aware. After you get married, and all of a sudden, you don't want her touching you. See, you need to pull it down. See, in marriage, is a fight. Because it's not that you don't come. It's not that you don't face those things, those struggles. But you got to learn how to stand against those struggles and pull them down. You know what I'm saying? It's not that Pastor Brenda and I have not had struggles that we just didn't, or we didn't want to be bothered with each other. Okay, but we had to learn to pull that down. See, when that spirit rises up, when that feeling or that thought, when that conduct rises up, we got to we we got to pull it down. 
So we have to have a relationship with God. She has to have a relationship with God. I have to have a relationship with God in order to us to maintenance and keep our marriage on the right course. Amen. Because you're going to come up. You, things going to come up. Things gonna come up. I uh, mean, the devil got so many ways that he wants to, uh, he wants to execute on your marriage. But you got to learn how to pray. You got to learn how to be watchful. You got to learn how to practice self-control. Practice the fruit of the spirit. You got to learn how to do that because sometimes you. I mean, you can wake up in the in the morning sometimes, and you could. I mean, went to bed last night and just, oh my baby, good night, baby. You know, but you wake up in the morning like you know who didn't brought the devil up in this house? <laughs> he didn't crawl up in the bed next to me. <laughs> so you got to learn how to pull that down. Don't let that see when the devil attack you with certain thoughts. He wants to get action to go with the thought. You see what I'm saying? And so you get if you get a thought, you better stop it. Why it's a thought? Because it's going, it's it's looking around for action is ready to come in and bond. They're gonna have some babies up in your house, up in your head, up in your heart. Hello, somebody. So you got to be have a relationship with God so you can pull that thing down. Say, Lord, the enemy has creeped up into my house, and the devil is a lie. I bind him in Jesus' name. He's not gonna he's not gonna attack my man of God. He's not gonna attack my woman of God. I bind this right now in the name of Jesus. You know, and so sometimes we, because we don't know this, then we tolerate a lot of thoughts, a lot of feelings. You know, well, that's just the way I feel. I don't know why I feel. You stop that. That feeling, you are, it's already been judged. That feeling is full of hell. That feeling wants to destroy. That feeling wants to divide. You stop that feeling right in this track. Amen. So you got to have a relationship with God. You got to have a prayer life that works, amen, that you can get results out of. Hello. Amen. So marriage is, is hard what? Work. It's hard work. Amen. Sometimes I, I, I get to working and I get to, like uh, the other day, yesterday, I got to working out there on my deck and try to sit down for a little bit. It was hard work. I had to sit, but I, I, wasn't, I wasn't tired of the work. I, it was just hard work and I needed to take a break. Amen. So sometime in marriage, you you need to take a break. You need to know, baby, you know what? Like, you know, uh, listen, I, I want to help you with that. Like last night, Pastor Brendan and I, we, I, I asked her to help me fix this chair. And, man, she had, she had resistance in her. And I can, I can discern her, too. My discernment was working. I said, ooh. She don't. She really don't want to do this. I said, "Baby, would, would you?" Help me? She said, "Baby, you already you you talking about you having waves, you in the stroke zone and everything, and then you want to go out there and work on the chair." She said, "I ain't got the strength to be to be pulling that thing and pulling it back. That thing is out of line. But something broken on it. Something." I said, "You know what? You know what? If you were my wife, ooh." <laughs> You know, right now, I ain't liking this woman that's standing up here talking to me right now. I don't know who she is, but she took my wife and put her in another room or something like that. But, but boy, I tell you what, ooh, wee, I'm going to tell my wife for you when you get back. When she get back, I'm going to tell her just how you wouldn't help me. You know what I'm saying? I'm going to tell her, too. Mm-hmm. And so she went out on the deck and everything. And so we started, I started looking at it. And I'm sitting, I said, well, give me a chair. I got me a chair. And, so, and she was sad in not helping me. And so, now, now I'll tell you we, the way we have grown. See, it used to be a time I would just condemn her. Hello? Y'all know what I'm talking about? Manipulation. You know, into doing what I wanted to do. 
totally ignore him where she goes, I've been, I've been to work all day. I'm tired. Dang it. All I just want you to do is, is hold this here while I put a screw in it. You know. I, I said that and I, I, I seen the I seen the, the struggle. I seen the resistance. She wasn't submitting to her head. But her head asked her to do something that she didn't even be, have to do. And so I said, hey, you know what, babe? I said, I'm going to let this go. I said, because I can tell you don't want to do this. I said, it ain't going to go nowhere good. <laughs> I said, so we're going to go ahead and let this go. We're going to go ahead and let it go. Yeah. <laughs> come on, let's come on in the house, baby. <laughs> I said, well, how many doggone? For 34 years, you learned, you learned, you pick your fights. Amen. You pick stuff that you're going to fight for. Something you just need to let it go. Just forget it. You know, she, she walking in the house and, 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 you, and you submit. And she, she pushing you upstairs. What you pushing me for? Let it go. Let it go, man. <laughs> let it go. Get up, brush your hands off, brush your pants back off, and just go on up the stairs. You know what I'm saying? This ain't the time to talk about that. Amen. So we, as, as men and God, we need to learn when to let things go. Cause I, I know I really I grown up a little bit. Cause I remember I used to boy I, if, if something come on me I won't deal with it right there. I don't care what time it is three o'clock in the morning. I don't care. It's on me. I need to deal with it right there. I learned now. I grew up a little bit. I learned how to roll on over. You know what I'm saying? And go to sleep, like intelligent people do. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. And so, but but see when you when you really understand what your role what your commitment in marriage is, you won't push because it ain't your way. You having your way all the time. That's not, that's not what it's all about. It's about, you know, yielding and giving space to each other. Sometimes we just need a little space. You know what I'm saying? Right now we're not ready to talk about it. We're not ready to confess it. You know, I mean, it's like this evening. I, I thought about this today. I said, my ass, Shalanda, Joanna, and Angel. I said, I'm just asking myself, well, y'all do something for me. Now, if if you didn't if you didn't do it, then don't don't admit to it. You know. But if you did, I have a suspicion. I said, but if you did, would you confess? Because this thing has been bothering me and Pastor Brennan for all all year long. She said it ain't bothering her. It would have been bothering me. Cause I know I said, you know, how in the world does chair get broke? I know it was a it was a uh, what do you call it floor model, but it wasn't broke like this. It got broke when it got home, and somebody broke it. Didn't tell me. Ooh, this daddy's chair. Ooh, daddy. Oh no, you submit to me. I you know I I I mean, I mean ooh, you broke my chair, but that chair is not more important than you. Amen. Amen. And that's what we have to realize that you know the the stuff is not more important than we are to each other. Amen. And if it is, we need to pull it down. Hello. Amen. I go give me another chair. Amen. And so anyway, so uh so uh the, the these are the five things that are most important to women. Number one, a woman needs uh affection. Amen. She needs, you know, she you know, she needs the man, you know, to uh to be affectionate toward her. I mean not where he, he just where he's been uh unseemly. You see what I'm saying? Don't be touching her like that in public. That's nasty. Amen? But but but, but is there, there's a proper way to be affectionate toward her in a respectful way. Amen? 
And you need, admit, we need to practice that. Find out. That's what we develop. You know, baby, what, what works for you? Now, now, see, my wife, she don't mind me listening. Look back. But if I'm over here wanting to all, get all down her throat with my tongue and all this kind of stuff, she don't, baby, don't, I don't want you to approach me like that. Don't do that in public. I love you, but I ain't trying to show that type of love in public. There's a time and place for everything. Hello. And you need to find out what your wife is comfortable with. And you need to find out what you, you know, and you need to practice accordingly. Amen. If she ain't practice, if she ain't accustomed to you putting your hands all on her, rubbing on her, don't do that. Because you'll fall out. Because if she tell you, don't do that, baby. That, 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 that just really don't feel good. To I, I, don't, I, I don't like that. It makes me feel weird. Okay. So you need to respect her along those lines. Amen. Okay, go ahead. Number two, he should understand you need conversation. Okay, number two. He should know that you need conversation. Now, see, now, now, see, that ain't ever going to be a problem for me and Pastor Brittany. She going to get conversation even if I didn't get the commission. Hello. I'm going to talk, talk, talk. And they tell me, sir, you only have three more words left. I'm going to try to get five. I'm going to talk. Hello. Amen. And so, so the so the women, the woman, she needs you to communicate. She don't need you to come home. Uh, I, I've had a, I've had a busy day. Tell her about your day. You see what I'm saying? Tell her about your day. But you know what? Today, you know, and uh, you know this happened and this happened, and uh, you know what? I felt so bad, but because I couldn't, you know, remember that address and and all that kind of stuff like that. It don't have to make sense. She just wants to hear what you are carrying. Amen. Because if you don't talk about it, you're going to act it out. And see, you guys going to be before the night's over. She gonna be, you're going to be on the couch. And she's going to have the dog, you know, watching the, dude, watching the door. If he come through that door, bite him. You know, I, I thought you, I, I was your master. Oh, oh, she told me to bite you. <laughs> <laughs> and so you know, so you got you you got to really you know really work at developing the thing that is comfortable for you guys, amen. And see, when you develop the covering and develop the relationship that's comfortable for you, you got to both have an investment in it, and you're going to work hard to protect it, amen. Okay, go ahead. Number three, he should understand you need honesty and openness. Come on. Now, now, Pastor Brent, we got to sit down a little bit more on this. You know, because I, I think you don't need to be blood honest with her. You know what I'm saying? If she got on something, let's, let's look, make her look just nasty. You know, her belly hanging all out and everything. You being know, baby, that looks just nasty. That is not becoming for you. Don't be that blunt with her. You know, use wisdom. Amen. Well, baby, you know what? Uh, that looked like you. <laughs> no, baby, don't, don't wear it anymore. <laughs> don't wear it anymore. You don't look right in that. You know, and, and just let it go like that. And then, ladies, please, when he's trying to, when he's trying to not be so, you know, blunt, 
Let him alone. Let him alone. Oh, come on, tell me the real truth. Tell me the real No, no, baby. Just don't wear it no more, okay? I promise you, baby. Like my wife told me, I told her something. She said, baby, let me be the last one. You tell that? I said, oh. I did not I did not I did not inquire what she meant by that. I just said, you know what? I don't know fully what she meant, but I don't really want to know. I don't care. I don't even like that. I don't like that. I, me and that is not friends. Hello? You know, and so you got to learn to, to when, when your wife is trying to let you down easy, go ahead and sit down and stay down. Don't get back up. What? Uh, stay down. Come on, man. Stay down, man. Come on, stay down, man. Because the girl going to tell you, man, she's going to unload on you, man. She's trying to show you her love and gentleness. But but don't don't press it, man. She's going to really tell you all. You know, and so, uh, so yeah. See, like, 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 uh, like, and so that's what I'm saying, you know. <laughs> you know. That I'm, I'm just, I'm just saying. So you guys got to decide. You got to, got to discuss together how much truth. And you may have to, you may have to uh, apply the truth uh, application based upon each situation. You see what I'm saying? Because sometimes you need to be more truthful, and you know, and everything. But you need to have some wisdom. But listen, maybe I'm trying to tell you the truth. Now don't take this here wrong and. And uh, how many know when you say don't take it wrong, it's going to be taken wrong? So, I mean, just because you say don't take it wrong, don't continue. Amen. Stop right there. Just, you know what? I, see, do like I did last night. I said, baby, you know what? I think we better let this year go. Because it was great. Go somewhere. And see, now, Pastor Brendan, she's a weaker vessel, not in strength and muscle. God just says she's weaker in, in the sense of being gentle toward her. Amen. But she push her up in the corner, she coming out. Amen. And so I figured, hey, man, you better you better go and get your little screw and put it back in this case. Amen. And going back in the house where that girl take the screw and drive it inside your nose, man. <laughs> and it's booking my door. It's you know. You know, but anyway, so yeah. Okay, go ahead. Okay, number four. He must understand you need financial support. Come on. Now he must understand. He must understand. Amen. He's working hard. And he's trying to make provision for what you desire, what you're accustomed to. But he needs to know you need a financial support. Amen. You know, you've been used to going to the hairdresser. Your hair is nice and he likes running his finger through your hair and everything. Well, that hair don't stay pretty. Amen. It has to, you have to go to the beauty shop. Amen. So he got an extra, he got a part-time job. Paying for your hairdressing job, your work, amen, amen. What you doing, man? You, I gotta go to my part-time job. What's it? For? I thought she, I thought you making big bucks. I know, man, but it's my my wife. I, I like the way her hair looks when she come from the hairdresser, and so she told me, you know, baby, I don't have no, I don't have no. You told me to get off wherever. <laughs> and so I can't take the wherever money and get my hair done no more, you know, and so. uh and so I, I got you covered, baby. I, I worked this year. I, I got the, I got a little poor time job, and it's just to cover. It's just to pay. We pay tithe off of it, and then we pay for your hair. Amen. Yeah. So he needs to understand. See, the brother can't be all mad, girl. You you gonna send me to the poorhouse? 
You know, you and every time you go to the store, you buy something different. Man, she trying to buy you a steak. Dang, how much that steak cost? Yeah, you didn't ask that when you some bit chopping down on me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Now your belly full and you how much that steak cost? <laughs> no, no. You gotta understand. She 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 needs finances, amen. There's things that she wants to do around the house that you need to help finance what she wants to do. Amen. You know, she wants to get new furniture in the house. Don't sit there. Dang, baby, didn't we buy some furniture 20 years ago? Come on, man. That furniture got a smell to it and everything else. Come on. It's time to get rid of that furniture. Hello. Amen. So you help finance some of the visions and ideals that she has for keeping the home nice for you and the children. Amen. Okay, go ahead. Number five, he must understand you need a dedicated family man. Uh-oh. Number five, he must understand not your ideal of a dedicated family man. You guys got to sit down together and you got to you got to talk to her and help her to under, uh, get an understanding. What is your ideal of a committed family man? See, because every woman, you know, Views that differently. Amen. So you may think, uh, I, me and oh, Pastor, Pastor Cedric got it. Oh boy, he got it going on over there. But that's Pastor Cedric and Pastor Brenton. You go try to apply that, apply that if you want to in that marriage. She said, hey, you know what? I know where you got that from, Pastor Cedric and everything. But you know what? I didn't think very much of it then. <laughs> oh, really? Really, you should have talked to me on what, what the ideal of a committed family man, and I could have told you what I think commitment is. See, that's for him and Pastor Brenda. That'll work for her, but it won't work for me. You can't bring that mess over here. Hello, Amen. Yeah, she he gets up there and he just gets to preaching and he gets to talking, telling all that business. But you can't, you can't do, my, you can't do me like that. Hello. I, I do not appreciate you telling my business. That was between me and you. Wasn't nobody there but the Holy Ghost and demons. And I don't appreciate nobody would never know, you know, that that I mean you had a problem with that chair out on the deck. Amen. Until you open your big mouth, I don't appreciate that. Don't you ever do me like that again. In Jesus' name, Amen. Come on in, baby. I got dinner for you. Are you hungry? What kind? Of, what kind? Of, what you want to drink? I got some root beer. For, I got some root beer for you. you want some root beer? I got, you want an ice? Hello, Amen. Am I right, y'all? I'm right. I mean, you gotta, you gotta. And sometimes we are men. We 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 just be like, you know, like we sometimes goofy, Amen. Because we find out something, we see something working, you know, in another relationship, and we just think we can just automatically instill, install that in our relationship. And our wife jump up. Who put that mess up in this house? When you start, the devil is a lie. I, you can take that mask back where you got it from. Don't you bring that mess up in my house no more. Hey Amen. I'm so be the head. She talking to me. Hey Amen. So being the head don't mean that your wife is weak. And she don't, she don't have a brain. Hello. Amen. And so, you know, and my wife just went through something. You know, and all of a sudden, man, she didn't just became... Some stuff I used to get back with, I can't get back with that stuff no more. I, I had to sit down and have a meeting with myself. 
Hey, man, you know that stuff you used to do, man? Don't do that no more, man. Don't do that no more. But you see how those, you see how, man, that, they, they, got, they got their feathers up, man. Don't do that no more, okay? And so, see, sometimes when I have a meeting, there's some people, some people act like they wasn't at the meeting. And they go trying to do the same thing. I say, hey, man, did I tell you? <laughs> you know, so you got to have a talk with yourself, don't you? Your brother's got to have a talk with himself. Because sometimes, ladies, I just want to share this with you. I'm going to let you go. Sometimes, y'all mess us up. Y'all mess us up as men. Sometimes we be, when you come out of that bathroom, girl, I'm trying to think about what you just said to me. You know, and so you just leave us. We be got to go somewhere and think, man, what did she just <laughs> Did she just say that? Yeah, she said it. And then, see, there's a part of us also that we got to pull together. And so, did she say that? Yeah, she just said it, man. She just called you totally stupid, man. Don't you feel dumb? Yeah, I feel dumb. <laughs> and so, you you got to learn how to have a talk with yourself. And be and be, no, it's all right. You know, you ain't gone. You ain't gone schizophrenic. You just try to. You just trying to trying to support yourself. Amen. So sometimes a little good, a, a good little talk with yourself will help. Ooh, it'll help you out a whole lot. It'll keep you out of a lot of trouble. And I'm learning that, brother Sonny. Ooh, man, just go have a talk with myself. Cause sometimes I, I went and talked to her before I talk with myself. And I and I sit there right in the middle. I said, you know what, man. You should talk to you first, <laughs> you know, because man, she ain't feeling you right here, man. And you, and you didn't already pull the cat out of the bag now. You are committed now, man. How you gonna be on the diving board, jump off, and then all of a sudden, halfway down, you remember, oh man, I forgot something. <laughs> you in the jump, baby? You already committed, man. Just go ahead and put your head down, man, because you're gonna get wet. <laughs> Amen. Amen. And sometimes it feel like that. Sometimes, ladies, it feel like that. We didn't jump off the. We didn't jump off the dive more. Jumped into the water. And ladies, when y'all see us do that, please have a little mercy on us. Please, I seen you. I seen you flip. I know you was in the middle of your dive. I you was doing get ready to do a swan. You had one more flip, and you were gonna hit the water. So what I did, baby, I knew that what you was doing. But I went ahead and let you have your little flip, let you have your little dive, and I act like I didn't see you. But I want you to know, now that you're all dry and everything, you're all healthy, i seen you. You don't you pull that on me no more. <laughs> <laughs> and see, you get to the point where sure, you can learn to submit and submit into each other. Amen? So she can be just as straightforward as you are. Amen? So, and we submit to each other, you know, we submit to each other. It ain't about you being punked. Oh, man, you've been, no, no, you don't get punked in, with your wife. Now that somebody else did it, you punked. <laughs> and, and do like me, go tell your wife. <laughs> Amen. But, but you don't get punked with your wife because your wife is just expressing her disagreement. Amen. And so you cover her by uh, giving her the freedom talk to speak to you freely amen but respectfully but freely amen praise god so can we give ourselves five uh, these are the five things that a woman that a man needs to know that a woman needs now you can't conclude or come up with this by yourself you need to discover this with your wife amen 
Because sitting down talking to Pastor Brenda, and you try to bring some of that stuff home to your wife, you said, I don't think so. So you need to discover these things and the need of these things and the way your wife needs them. Amen? Okay, go ahead. Okay. Uh, Number one, he should understand you need affection. Number two, he should understand you need conversation. Number three, he should understand you need honesty and openness. Number four, he must understand you need financial support. And number five, he must understand you need a dedicated family man. Okay, was that number four, honesty and openness? Yes. Okay, now again. Oh, I'm sorry. Number four is financial support. Okay, no, was, what, what number is honesty? Number three. Okay, number three. Okay, now again, see, man, this, you, you need to come up with this according to uh, you all together. Don't try, to, don't try to figure this out by yourself. It'll get you in trouble all the time. Amen. You need to you need to develop what type. Now, my wife told me today. She said, "No, I want I want you to be honest with me." I said, "Baby, you don't want me to be blunt honest with you." Yes. How you gonna sit there and tell me I don't want you to be blunt honest with me? I said, "Oh, I was already in trouble." <laughs> I just sat down. I just sat down like a man of God that I was, and let her say what she said. You gonna sit there and tell me, you know? And then you gonna sit there. I tell you what I want, and you gonna tell me I don't want that. How many know? I was in trouble. Amen. I took my trouble like a man. Amen. I said, now, I, I, now I, so I, I hope she, she got it, that basically, I don't want you to be blood honest with me. I'm sensitive. <laughs> Amen. I'm sensitive. Amen. Don't be that blood honest with me. Amen. You know, use some tact. Please tell me a week at a time. You know, by the end of the week, you didn't told me. Amen. I got a chance to sleep some of it off. I got a chance to, to eat it off. I got a chance to walk around the house, go to dialysis. And, Can y'all pull some of that out of my shirt? <laughs> Amen. And then at the end of the week, I said, baby, guess what? I just discovered something. And she being a woman of wisdom, she is. She just let me go here and think I discovered it. When she told me all week long, she was just giving me a little bit of time. Hello. Amen. And see, so we had to pull down this thing. I don't like being manipulated like that. She's just trying to be wis- use wisdom. Because you think, tell me, don't tell me. Uh, she already knows, don't tell you. She already talks to your mama. Your mama, t- <laughs> your mama said, don't, don't tell that boy truth like that. He can't handle that. Give it to him a little bit at a time. Yeah, he just give it to him a little bit at a time. And so we have to trust the wisdom in our wife and in our husbands. Amen. We have to trust the wisdom. Don't let the spirit of the world get in on us and say, you know, you ain't treat me like this here. You ain't treat-. No, no, no. She's just trying to, if you comfortable with her coming a certain way, she haven't got comfortable with that, yet, with that just yet. Amen. And so you have to trust the wisdom in her. You have to trust what she's comfortable with. You have to allow her to grow. Amen. And approaching you, you have to allow her to grow. You know, it's because you went to a seminar and they told you how it happened. Don't you come on and try to uh, uh, super, super, uh, supersize that. You, know, you better let her get her hands on it first and let her feel it. And just, oh, I like this, baby. This is nice. Well, I was thinking, baby, we can, we can, we can install that in our marriage. Oh, that would be good. That would be great. And so when you bring it out, then she ain't going to reject it because she already, she already submitted her agreement to it. Amen. And so, you know, you can hold it, but you got to be careful how you hold it to it. Now. Like, like, for, like, 
She said, okay, now, baby, now you told me you agreed. Then don't do that. Whatever you do, brothers, don't do that. Don't, that ain't the time. She probably did agree with you, but that ain't the time to remind her in that kind of way. Amen. When you see that she didn't got a mind block or memory loss on it, something like that, let it go. Let it go. Bring it up next month. Amen. Give her some time with it. Hello. It's, it's, it's amazing how things will work if we don't force it. Amen. It's, and I'm, I'm, I'm talking to the choir. Oh, man, I'm singing to the choir. Because I, 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 I'm still learning that. You know, man, walk away. And don't walk away with the attitude. I just walk away. Baby, it's all right. Okay. You know, and just walk away. You see, we learn how to give. Now, wouldn't you? Wouldn't that be something? If 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 God, we did something, and and God just all of a sudden you seen God stomp and walk away. You say that way, God was it? That way, God. (laughs) He acted like a little bit of. Like a little small boy, where's this little, where's this rugged rubber ducky at? <laughs> you know, and so we want to make sure, men. Sometimes we look like that. We stomp away, you know, and, and it's amazing if, if they tell us some of the stories that they know about us that they told your rest of the family. <laughs> it's amazing, man, how we look. You know, it's amazing how we act. But I thank God for thirty-four years. I haven't lost any. I haven't lost any any face with my wife, amen. And so, so anyway, so anybody have any comments, sir? As we wrap up, okay. Okay, come on, come on. Shh. Um, does it, I have a question about men and conversation. Um, why don't they conversate? What is the issue? Or I guess, how do you, uh, I guess trying to understand their, why they don't conversate. Is it just a man versus, um, right, right. Because there are some men that do talk, obviously. Uh, so I guess the ones that don't, and I guess what is the balance in trying not to make, you know, like I said, or I'm thinking, you know, oh, hey, well, my daddy's like, uh, he knows how to have a conversation, or this person knows how to have a conversation, and how not to, I guess, put that pressure on the man that you're with uh, to try to be like this other person has a conversation. That like like Pastor Rennie was saying, is that that's something that you have to develop between the two of you. For example, like with like like a Pastor Brennan, if she you know if 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 I if I you know well, baby don't don't push me like that. I feel pushed when you start telling me that Sister Eunice do this here. You know that uh, uh, Sister Dianza do this here. I, I mean, thank God for them. But I'm over here. This is me, and we got to do it my way. Hello. This is Pastor Brenda's house. Amen. You know, and so, you know, and I, I thank God. Amen. Brother Sonny Ben, I tell Sister Eunice, this is what Pastor Brenda do. We say, you go over there. 
<laughs> and so we could we could avoid a lot of stuff if we would just choose a little wisdom. Right. Amen. I mean, I don't care how uh, impressed you are with somebody else. Bottom line, don't ever throw another man up in front of in your in your right. husband's face. I don't care how well he does it. You know what I'm saying? You know, and see, sometimes just because you think you approach it with a soft tone and all that, men we don't recognize soft tones. We recognize bottom line. You just threw a man up in my face. I don't care how soft it was. I don't care how much smiling you was doing. I wanted to knock you in your mouth. <laughs> you know, and so it's something that goes off inside of a man when he's compared to another man, no matter how close they are. Something you know, and, and, and sometimes you have to be careful with your, using your daddy, because right. you turn him against your daddy. You know what? I I I never really spent a whole lot of time with your daddy, but I don't like your daddy. <laughs> <laughs> he came over our, over our house too many times. Right. Your daddy had been over here when it came down to cooking. You come here and stop me. I've got to see a real good way of grilling. And all of a sudden, you stopped me and told me the way your daddy do it. Well, go get your daddy. Tell him, <laughs> tell him the barbecue. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Yeah, that's your question. Um, yes, I think so. Uh, my follow-up question then, I guess, is is uh, because it's my understanding that in uh, a marriage relationship, the two people are supposed to be each other's best friend, or that's what you're working toward, being each other's best friend. Right. So when you're having that conversation, issue what's the balance between you like uh as a woman do you conversate i think before you get married you're kind of you're talking to your sisters you're talking to best friends this mm-hmm. and the other but you this is what you want to talk to your husband about is like how do you make that transition where you're not doing well, see, all this conversation outside of the marriage well see marriage marriage is like like planting f- flowers you know, if you want the flower to grow, like you go in the store and get a, you get a, uh, you get a, some flower seeds, and you see the picture, the potential picture, on the uh, on the package, mm-hmm. then don't go dig up the ground, and then uh, an hour later go back there expecting that flower to come up. Where the flower at? Where the flower at? No, you got to let it grow. You got to give time. You got to be patient. You got to pull the weeds up that hinders the growth. You know, said so. There's a there's a, a lot of times, and that's a mistake that people that come to seminars, they become seminar experts, and they they jump into marriage and say, "Here's what you're supposed to do. Here's what you're supposed to do." Now, did you like in this marriage? I can't stand this marriage. It's so it's so you know mechanical. Oh God, I can't wait to get a divorce from you. You don't have to divorce me. Just let me go. <laughs> you know, and so you got you it, it have to. You have to grow into what we're talking about. Oh. You see what I'm saying? It takes time. You talk about it, and then you determine if he's not a, a, a very if he's not a talker. Don't wear him out. You know, don't use up all your love on him. You know what I'm saying? Like you know, because he's trying, he said, "Man, I'm tired of talking to him about the shit, man." But I, I love her, man. I love her. I don't want her to know things I don't love her. And so, so don't use up all your love on him. You know, you just got you got so much love. You know, spend it wisely. <laughs> Don't spend it all on. I want you to be this way, and then I want you to be this way, and then I want us to be friends. And I want, you know what? He said, you know what? I want, I want an annulment, <laughs> you know, because this is scaring me. Because you're putting too much expectation on me before I can grow into it. You're throwing all this stuff on me, you know. And so you have to, the key thing is to be patient. And take the time and enjoy your your relationship. Amen. Amen. Okay. Anybody else?
I have a question. Um, I'm, I'm trying to get it. I'm gonna try to get it out the way I want to say it. But anyway, the on number three, mm-hmm. uh, on as far as a man point of view, um, well, as a woman, you know, trying to get to know that man, mm-hmm. and say for instance, if you meet a man that is not. I guess honest mm-hmm. and open. How do we as a woman deal with that? You ain't ready for. He ain't ready uh, for marriage. See, because if he's if he's not honest coming into the the, friend, the relationship, mm-hmm. his chances are he's not going to be honest in the relationship. You know, and see, I know I know this sounds cut and dry, but it, it'll help us a whole lot if we would use some cut and dry stuff. You know, and so that's what that, that first part. Is, is is how to what's it called, Pastor? Brennan? The first part of what a what a woman, you know, the man, you know, what the what we do, Jonathan and, and uh, Greg read for me. It's evaluation. Yeah, a woman checklist right there. You see, you want to want to go to that checklist right there that'll help you to develop what you need as a woman of God. You know what I'm saying? I mean, don't be critical with men on that. Don't use that to be develop a criticalness or uh, uh, a judgmental attitude. But use that to kind of uh, let that be a little sign of that. If you notice he's a liar now, that you might want to pass it off. Because you don't want to de- constantly be dealing with lies. I'm telling you, we've been married three years and you've just been a liar all the time. <laughs> Why don't you take a break? You know what I'm saying? You know, and so, and, I, and, and, and then uh, one thing I want to say as well is that ladies, be careful of being missionaries in the sense that, you know, we can rebuild him. No, you can't. Leave him alone. He's, if he's a liar, leave him out there. Hang with the liars. Hello. You know what I'm saying? But don't sit there and invite a liar into a marriage with you. You know what I'm saying? If, 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 he's, if he's not open and honest, don't sit there and invite him in there. You just say, you know what, my, I, my, my red flag went on, and you know what, I, I, I'm too, I, I, I don't have the much time. And I don't want to spend the rest of my days with a liar. Hello. Amen. Okay. Anybody else? Huh? Okay. Good. I got two mics. Amen. Praise God. Well, Jonathan, will you come and dismiss us in prayer? Amen. Praise God. He can, I can let Jonathan have this one. Father, we thank you for uh, another time to get together and, and, and just glorify you, God, and, and to, to grow in knowledge of, of love and how you want us to live, God, and how we can be pleasing to you, Lord. Uh, so we just thank you for the, the institution of marriage, God. We thank you for... Uh, the gift of of love to be able to share with someone else god is such a an awesome thing lord and only you could have come up with it and so we just thank you for that lord and we pray that uh, we can continue to grow in those areas areas of our life god but we pray that we always keep you uh as the head and when it comes to decision making and and reacting out of emotions and things like that god we just want to grow closer and closer to jesus so we just thank you in jesus name amen